happy day. This is Dr. Marianne DiOrio, novelist and life coach, welcoming you to another episode of Winning with the Word. Today is Monday, November 28th, 2022, and this is episode number 36 of series 2022. This episode is titled, The Three C's of the World's Final Destruction. This week's message is one that will require your full attention until the end, as it deals with a very serious topic that affects you and your loved ones. So please listen with an open mind and an open heart, allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you into all truth. What I am about to explain may surprise you, shock you, or even scare you. But my purpose is not to scare you. My purpose is to prepare you for the extremely difficult times that lie ahead, maybe even before the end of the current year of 2022. For the past 2,000 years, we have been living in what is called the age of God's grace. It has been a period of time in which God has shown mercy on the world and has withheld his judgment on the sin of man. But the Age of Grace is about to close, introducing the Age of God's Wrath. The Age of God's Wrath is that time period in history when God will no longer hold back his anger toward mankind's sin, but instead will unleash his full fury upon it. You do not want to be here for that. Why not? Well, for one reason, God will show no mercy upon the earth during his time of wrath, only punishment. For another reason, that punishment will be meted out through the severely dictatorial hand of the Antichrist, Satan personified, who will rule the earth during the seven years of the age of God's wrath. Okay, Dr. Marianne, so what specifically will happen during the age of God's wrath and how will it affect me? Great question. Let me explain. The Bible tells us everything we need to know about what lies ahead, both for those who accept Christ as their Savior and Lord and for those who do not. These Bible predictions are called prophecies. Some of these prophecies foretell three key big-ticket items that are currently taking over our world as I write and record this message. The big-ticket items have been called the three C's of the end days and are climate change, cryptocurrency, and COVID. Let's take a close look at each one. Climate change. You may have read that recently Pope Francis led a delegation of world religious leaders to the COP27 2022 United Nations Climate Change Conference held in Egypt. While there, these world religious leaders from numerous religious belief systems went to the Mount Sinai area to announce to the world the 10 climate change commandments that would form the foundation of their religious new world order. These 10 climate change commandments form the foundational document of the one world religion prophesied in the Bible and spearheaded by none other than Pope Francis. So, what are these Ten Commandments of Climate Change? Let me list them for you. Number one, think of future generations. 
Number two, embrace alternative energy sources. Number three, consider pollution's effect on the poor. Number four, take the bus. Number five, be humble. Number six, don't become a slave to your phone. Number seven, don't trade online relationships for real ones. Number eight, turn off the lights, recycle, and don't waste food. Number nine, educate yourself. And number 10, believe you can make a difference. This blasphemous attempt to recreate the original Ten Commandments given by God to Moses, and without any mention whatsoever of the God who rules our planet, and announced in the area of this very mountain where the original Ten Commandments were given by God to Moses, this blasphemous attempt is a key sign that we have entered the last days before the return of Christ. Interestingly, a few months before this event in Egypt, the infamous and occult monument known as the Georgia Guidestones was suddenly destroyed in the state of Georgia here in the United States. The Georgia Guidestones listed Ten Commandments that were similar in many ways to the Ten Commandments of Climate Change introduced by the Pope and his heretical cohorts. The commandments on the Georgia Guidestones read as follows. Note their similarity to the Ten Commandments of Climate Change. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. At first glance, many of the points in these documents sound really good. After all, who doesn't want to prize truth and unite humanity? But that is the true nature of deception. It sounds so good or looks so good at first glance. But when we carefully examine these commandments, we see their grave danger. The grave danger lies in the fact that both sets of commandments worship the creation rather than the creator. The new world order has made the earth its God and has renounced the one true and living God. This is nothing other than idolatry. Moreover, consider carefully the first commandment of the Georgia Guidestones. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. The world's population recently reached 8 billion people. The number 8 billion is considerably greater than 500 million. So, in order for this commandment to be obeyed, 7,500,000,000 people would have to be killed. Interesting. So, how would these people be killed in order to eliminate them? 
We shall find out a little later in this message. Continuing with our exploration of the climate change agenda, we learn that its goal is to monitor what is called the carbon footprint of every person. What is the carbon footprint? It is the total amount of carbon dioxide, including methane and nitrous oxide, that your daily activities generate. What daily activities? Activities like eating, driving your car, and heating your house. So how will the New World Order government monitor your carbon footprint? Easy, through what is called a carbon scorecard or a carbon credit card. This card will keep track of your carbon score by maintaining a running total of your carbon footprint usage and by restraining your usage based on your total score. If you exceed your allotted limit, you will no longer be permitted to engage in certain activities, like eating what you want, driving your car, or heating your house. For instance, if you use more than your heating allotment, you will not be allowed to buy more gas or electric to heat your house. If you use more than your meat allotment, you won't be allowed to buy more meat. So, how is this credit score calculated? It is calculated based on your political, religious, and social views. Let's say you want to eat meat twice a week. If you do, points will be deducted from your total carbon credit scorecard because the globalists don't want you to eat meat. They want you to eat bugs. In case you haven't heard, insects are now being pushed as food for humans. Be sure you read the labels on everything you buy. Look for ingredients like cricket flour. I am not joking. If you don't believe me, read the article at the link at the end of this post titled Packing Insects for a New Generation of Protein Snacks. The four main categories that will be measured to determine your carbon footprint score are food, consumption, transportation, and household energy. You will be tracked in all of these areas. For example, how much meat did you eat? How much gas did you use in your car? How much electricity and heat did you use in your home? If you exceed the prescribed limits, you will be penalized by having a limit placed on your future consumption of these products and services. Let's move on to item number two, cryptocurrency. While the climate change agenda has as its goal the creation of a carbon footprint credit score, in other words, a score given to each person based on how well he obeys the Ten Commandments of climate change, the cryptocurrency agenda has as its goal the total tracking of our financial transactions based on our religious, political, and social views. In other words, if we agree with the ideology of the New World Order, we will be allowed to use our money to buy and sell pretty much what we want. But if we don't agree, the government will limit or even block the use of our money, and it will do so digitally. For example, based on our compliance with the government, or lack thereof, we will be allotted a certain amount of money to fuel our cars, a certain amount of money to light our homes, a certain amount of money to buy the foods we want. If we don't comply, the government, through a central banking system, will block our access to our own money. 
How will this financial surveillance and tracking take place? Through the use of blockchain technology. Blockchain technology is, simply speaking, the means by which every single financial transaction a person makes will be tracked in a record-keeping system that stores your information in a digital block. The block is then attached to other digital blocks of data in the system, thus forming a train or a chain of interconnected data blocks. This data can be easily tracked and surveilled with perfect accuracy. Blockchain technology will be used to verify every single financial transaction of every single person in the entire world. No one will escape its surveillance. The end goal of the cryptocurrency agenda is to control the economy of the world and, in so doing, to control your personal finances. So how would this affect you? The tracking of your every financial transaction will work in sync with your carbon footprint scorecard and be recorded on something like a social credit scorecard now being used in China. Everything you purchase will be evaluated in light of your political, religious, and social views. If your views align with the views of the globalist New World Order agenda, you will be allowed to purchase what you want. If they do not, you won't. So, let's say you are opposed to abortion. Points will be deducted from your social scorecard because of your position on abortion. Let's say you are opposed to homosexuality. Points will be deducted because of your position on homosexuality. Let's say you refuse to address people by their requested pronouns. Again, you will have a strike against your social credit scorecard. All of these strikes will diminish your ability to buy and sell. The use of the social credit card and the carbon footprint scorecard is just around the corner. Just earlier this month, major world financial institutions joined with the New York Federal Reserve to launch a 12-week central bank digital currency, also known as CBDC, pilot program to test a global digital currency system. This use of social credit and carbon footprint scorecards will eventually lead to the mark of the beast, without which the Bible states no one will be able to buy or sell. Let's look at Revelation chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. He, the Antichrist, required everyone small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on the right hand or on the forehead. And no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. And we know that number as 666. This mark will be implanted in the hand or forehead of every person who chooses to take it. It will signify that those who take the mark worship the Antichrist, those who refuse to take the mark will be beheaded by the Antichrist. Yes, I said beheaded. This is the reason that the Bible, in Revelation chapter 14, verse 9, says this of those who take the mark of the beast. Then a third angel followed them, shouting, Anyone who worships the beast and his statue, or who accepts his mark on the forehead or on the hand, must drink the wine of God's anger. It has been poured full strength into God's cup of wrath, and they will be tormented with fire and burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and the Lamb. 
The smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever, and they will have no relief day or night, for they have worshipped the beast and his statue and have accepted the mark of his name. Whatever you do, do not take the mark of the beast. Well, my friend, are you shaken up yet? We have one more item to go. Number three is COVID. The COVID agenda is the unifying factor among the three agendas of climate change, cryptocurrency, and COVID. The reason that the COVID agenda is the unifying factor among all three agendas is that the COVID agenda prepared the way for the other two. The COVID agenda is the biggest deception ever perpetrated upon the human race. It is a globalist plan engendered decades ago to destroy the human race. I mentioned earlier that one of the Georgia guidelines called for reducing the world population to 500 million. One of the chief ways the New World Order has attempted to do this is through the COVID vaccine. Hundreds, if not thousands and tens of thousands of people have died from taking this vaccine. Evidence is increasingly emerging that the vaccine affects the heart, causing pericarditis and myocarditis, in some cases resulting in sudden death. Why the increase in heart-related deaths among people in their 30s and 40s who have been vaccinated? There is something sinister going on, my friend, and we who follow Christ know what it is. It is the encroachment of the beast system over the entire world, leading to the rise of the Antichrist and the Great Tribulation. You see, ever since the plan of salvation was put into motion, Satan has tried to corrupt the human genome in order to prevent first the birth of Christ and later the preservation of his followers to eternity. The Bible tells us that in the last days before the return of Christ in the rapture, things will be as they were in the days of Noah. What happened in the days of Noah? In the days of Noah, humanity was genetically corrupted by the sexual relations that took place between the fallen angels and the women of that day. Human seed was merged with satanic seed, thereby creating hybrid creatures the Bible calls Nephilim. The reason that Noah and his family were spared is that they alone still possessed DNA that had not been altered and corrupted. They were still a pure lineage through which the Messiah could eventually come. When the Bible states that Noah was found to be righteous, it means that Noah's DNA was still intact. It had not been corrupted, but everyone else's DNA had been corrupted by the seed of the serpent that had altered the seed of man. Noah's DNA was unaltered and pure. Today, Satan is still up to his old tricks. He is still trying to corrupt the human race by his attempts to create a hybrid creature, what the world today calls a transhuman, so that people will not be able to be saved. Those who take the mark of the beast will become transhuman and therefore irredeemable. How will this corruption of humanity happen? It will very likely happen through a vaccine or an injection of a substance that alters one's DNA. The mark of the beast will be some sort of insertion into the body, whether by injection or some form of tattoo, of a substance that will alter your DNA and transform you into a new species of being. You may have heard the term transhumanism being bounced around lately. 
Well, the mark of the beast will turn all those who take it into transhumans, into beings who are part human and part satanic. As such, they will no longer be capable of being redeemed, and as a consequence of their altered DNA, they will be doomed to hell. Why? Because Jesus came as a human to redeem humans, not transhumans. Lest you think this is a conspiracy theory, let me warn you that the term conspiracy theory has been loosely tossed around in order to discredit those of us who are telling the truth. This careless use of the term conspiracy theory is designed to cast aspersions among truth-tellers who refuse to be moved by the New World Order agenda. The only real conspiracy going on is that instigated by Satan. It is his conspiracy to destroy humanity and to bring everyone to hell with him. In order to do that, he has to discredit truth and all who speak it in an attempt to make us look like fools who know nothing. But truth will always prevail over deception. So let's now take a look at the COVID deception and how this vaccine is being used to corrupt humanity. While the COVID vaccine is not the mark of the beast, it is mentally preparing people to take the mark of the beast. Excuse me. Why? Because the mark of the beast will inject or insert into the body a coded substance that will alter the God-ordained genetic code and transform it into something else that is no longer human. Vaccines are given to prevent disease, yet people who take the COVID vaccine still get COVID. So the so-called vaccine is obviously not a vaccine in the true meaning of the word, since it is not preventing people from getting the disease, in this case, COVID. The question then becomes, what is the so-called COVID vaccine actually doing? The COVID vaccine injects into the body a substance called mRNA. You have very likely heard the term mRNA in reference to the COVID vaccine. The M in the term mRNA stands for messenger. The messenger takes the message coded in the RNA and transmits that message to the cells of the entire body. In the case of the COVID vaccine, the message is, body, you need to produce more proteins. The coded message in the RNA then begins helping the body to produce more proteins. But the body may be producing abnormal proteins that can adversely affect it. When the mark of the beast is actually implemented, it will insert into the person's body a code that will alter that person's genetic structure that person's DNA, thereby changing him from a human to a transhuman, a hybrid being. As I mentioned earlier, since Jesus came as a human man to redeem only humans, this transhuman creature will no longer be able to be redeemed, that is, to be saved. Hence, he or she will go to hell and remain there forever. The COVID agenda has as its goal the destruction of humanity, Remember again the first commandment in the Georgia Guidelines. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Well, the COVID vaccine seems to be contributing to that goal. According to a recent analysis conducted for Health 202 by Cynthia Fox, Vice President at Kaiser Family Foundation, 
58% of coronavirus deaths in August 2022 were among people who were vaccinated or boosted. That is a very high percentage for a so-called vaccine that supposedly prevents a disease. One purpose of the COVID pandemic, or as some of us prefer to call it, the COVID plandemic, because we believe it was deliberately planned, was to condition humanity to allow itself to be controlled by a New World Order government bent on subjugation, and fear was the motivator. Fear is diametrically opposed to freedom. Where there is fear, there is no freedom. Where there is freedom, there is no fear. If the globalists can generate fear among the people, the people are doomed to slavery. Ultimately, the globalist agenda with the mark of the beast will come into full effect through the merging of the three agendas, climate change, cryptocurrency, and COVID. Through the mark of the beast, the Antichrist and his governmental forces will be able to control your activities, your money, and your health. The technology they have developed will employ a digital identification card, a digital ID, that will work through blockchain technology and will be implemented by means of a vaccine of which the COVID vaccine was the forerunner. In other words, through the injection of a DNA-altering substance into the human body that will work like a microcomputer in your physical body to track everything about you, your health, your financial status, and your social status. Already, people are getting the chip that contains their financial information so that they can pay for purchases with merely a swipe of their hand over an electronic transaction device. Such a chip will eventually include your medical information and your social information as well. There is so much more to the three C's of the world's financial or final destruction. But let me conclude by saying this. All three C's are in the process of merging. This is a sure sign that the tribulation, the age of God's wrath, is about to begin. The world stage has already been set up to receive the Antichrist and his evil system. The day will soon be here when, in order to survive, one will need to abide by the Antichrist agenda. That is, one will need to be climate compliant, currency compliant, and COVID compliant. If one refuses to be compliant in any of these three areas, one will be executed. Lest you think that what I am saying is not true, just look around you. Even now, any foreigner who travels to the United States must have been vaccinated with a COVID vaccine in order to enter our country. There is also a bill being considered by the United States government to require that all international travelers who leave the United States must be vaccinated in order to travel ab abroad. Soon, all international flights will require that one be vaccinated, and in the near future, it is highly likely that even those who fly domestically will have to take the vaccine or else they will not be permitted to fly. For those who think that things will return to normal, I hate to be the harbinger of bad news, but they will not. So don't get your hopes up. Just realize that all that is happening was foretold by Jesus Christ himself. He is coming back soon for those who believe him and follow him. That's the good news. It's the only thing you need to consider at this point in time. Do you know Jesus Christ? If not, you will have to go through the tribulation and will very likely die during the tribulation. If you accept Jesus Christ now as your Savior and Lord, you will not be left behind. He will remove you from the earth together with all of us who follow him, and he will take us to heaven to be with him forever. 
The choice is a no-brainer to me. What is it to you? Accept Jesus Christ now by doing these three things. Number one, acknowledge before God that you are a sinner. Number two, repent of your sin. This means turning away from it and going in the opposite direction. Ask God to forgive you. Number three, receive Jesus into your heart by asking him to come in. Do these three things now. When you do, you will receive his eternal life and be filled with deep peace. Then write to me at info at and request my free e-booklet titled After You're Born Again. It will help you get started in your walk with Jesus. Before you leave, please check out my featured book of the week, the, Inti- the Italian Chronicles Trilogy, listed below. All three novels are available for only $9.69 for a limited time only on Amazon. The trilogy would make a great and inexpensive Christmas gift for the reader in your life. Finally, if this podcast has helped you in any way, please consider supporting it by becoming one of my valued patrons. Just go to patreon.com slash winning with the word to join my wonderful team. Patrons receive, receive numerous benefits in appreciation for their support. Until next time, remember that God loves you just as you are and just where you are and that he will help you to keep on winning with the word.